Are you tired of waking up with a dry mouth, feeling sluggish? I was too, until I discovered the power of mouth taping. I read a book called Breathe and it opened my eyes to how I could get a better sleep. So I started taping my mouth and the results were astounding. Not only did I wake up feeling refreshed, but the data on my whoop suggested I was getting more REM and more deep sleep, which led to me feeling better every morning. But I wanted a better solution, not just sticky tape, something that was effective and comfortable. That is why I co-founded Recoverite with a few friends. We are dedicated to helping Australians get fast and easy access to mouth tape and nose tape so you can breathe better, sleep better and recover right. Use the discount code TMTCP for 10% off at the checkout. Sleep better with recover right. You're listening to The Man That Can Project with Lockie Stewart, a global movement created to empower men and open up what's really going through their minds by having real and raw conversations about life's unique challenges and our individual ways of processing it all. Welcome to the Man That Can Project. Welcome to the Man That Can Project podcast. I'm your host, Lockie Stewart, and today we're going to be talking about alcohol and utilizing it to deal with work stress and why it's probably not a good idea. Um, but for those who are tuning in on YouTube or the podcast, I'm just about to push play on a live stream to the Facebook community. So if you're not in the Facebook community, it's free, jump in it because uh, you might get to hear podcast information early. And for those who are tuning in on the Facebook Live, why I'm wearing the headset is because I'm actually recording this as a, a podcast. I thought I would uh, give the Facebook group the inside scoop, obviously another bonus of being in the group and yeah, be good. But let's talk about alcohol and utilizing it as a tool to deal with work stress. And it's something that I've done in the past and I know a lot of people do. And I still go through moments uh, where I think, you know, there'd be nothing more relaxing right now than a nice cold beer. But I want to talk to you guys from the perspective of being a high performer. So if you watched the uh, Instagram reel that I put up today uh, around participation awards and understanding in life, and this is once again, gents, why a lot of the stuff we talk about is taking ownership for yourself and your actions and the outcomes in your life because we need to define as individuals and need to define as men, right? Am I doing this to be a, you know, elite at it to really rise to the top in what I am choosing to do, or am I choosing to participate, right? You know, for me, uh, there's so many things in my life where I just want to participate, right? I don't want to win. I don't want to put the effort in. I don't care necessarily about the, the, the winning outcome or looking like the best outcome or providing the best result. For me, participation is about various other things. And once again, the ownership and understanding and intention behind that is relative, right? On, uh, I think it's, uh, what is it? Maybe a month away or three weeks away, we're doing a, uh, an event at Functional. Uh, the gym that I train out of and work out of called the dry try. And it is a event partnered event. And I'm doing it with my fiance, Amy, where you do four kilometers on the bike, erg, four kilometers running on the, the, the runner there and eight kilometers on the bike. And I was like, shit, that'd be fun. And, you know, part of me really loves competing and really loves trying to win, but with various other goals that I'm working towards with the track and field and, 
know, where, you know, just, just time's not allowing me to dedicate to it. I was like, I'm still going to do it because I love the energy within competition. And I think it'd be awesome fun. And I'm actually part, like I said, partnering with my fiance. So I think it will be uh, awesome or well, touch wood. It's going to be fun for us. Uh, it might make or break the relationship. Now I think it'd be fun, but I, I'm going into that uh, experience in my life and attending that event purely to participate, to have fun, right? So I think it's really important to understand where you're at, whether you're participating. This is a big tangent, but bear with me. We're coming back around. We are coming back around. Um, whereas there's various other things in my life, like at the moment training for uh, athletics, I want to win. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm sacrificing a lot of stuff. I'm investing in a coach or already have been, and I'm putting in the hours and making sacrifices in various other things so that I can really perform at my best, right? Because I want to win. So if I don't, I'm going to be disappointed, but I'm also going to get feedback around what I can do better. And I can look at my uh, build up to a race. So I can look at my preparation, how I felt, how I slept, various other things to, to get better. But both of them will provide stress, right? Everything well, most things in life provide stress and obviously a lot of stress or chronic stress is generally probably not a bad fucking thing. And if you have enough stress for long enough, you know, it can lead to higher uh, levels of anxiety, right? Which isn't for those who have experienced anxiety, it's not fun. Like it can be really debilitating. So we need to need to be mindful of that. But then there's people, and I'm bringing this right back around, there is people who turn to alcohol because for most of us, and especially as blokes, the way we've been taught to deal with stress is through drinking. You know, I watch my dad drink to unwind after a big day at work. And I, you know, you see on commercials, this is how we unwind, grab yourself a beer, have a conversation, chill out. You see that and the beer froth over the you know, edge of the mug, all these sorts of things that just get your mouth and your palate watering like mine is right now talking about it. But now that we know this, right, and if you're one of those people and I put my hand up, where uh, you know alcohol is a way to deal with stress, we need to think about you know the impacts of alcohol itself. And once again, like I said at the start, guys, we're talking about high performers. So the reason why I went on that tangent uh, around whether you're looking to participate in things and whether you're looking to to be the best at what you do, this is really where it um it, it's important to be mindful of how you de-stress, right, and the the impacts of of your actions there, right? So I consider myself a high performer. I consider everyone in our Man That Can Project Facebook group, someone who is either already performing at an elite level. A lot of my clients are you know, running huge seven, eight figure businesses, all right? Or, or they're working towards that. They're wanting to become a high performer in whatever field they're, they're talking about. And I'm not just talking business. It could be they want to be the best fucking performing dad on the planet. And I think that is amazing to set the, uh, you know those goals because you know our actions and the standards that we have towards that are going to be very different to someone who is a passive father who maybe doesn't engage as much and isn't as present right so we need to think about where you're at but for those who are watching this who are listening to this I'm going to assume you're going to continue listening to this episode because you either are a high performer and that's high performer my definition is someone who is you know elite in what you're doing or you're striving to be a lead at what you're doing, but right? I, I would say, um, you know, I have high performance habits, but I'm still striving to be a lead at what I'm doing. I'm not quite where I want to be, and I don't think I, I think I'll continue to grow. But in in terms of maybe reputation or 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm even actually trying to quantify that against. doesn't matter. Anyway, back on track. So for those who are high performers, now let's talk about alcohol, right? Alcohol is a depressant, right? It will numb your reactors, your, your senses, and how you experience things. That's why for me growing up, it was a great tool, right, to help me, I guess, that social lubricant into uh, social settings. I wasn't comfortable talking to people. I got really anxious, and I still do, right, being around new people because I, I have that fear of judgment, criticism, and all of these fireworks go in my head. So, you know, having a few beers and getting out of my own head would help me enjoy that experience a lot more. But what I learned from this was, you know, the more I kept drinking to stay in that zone, I generally, if I got absolutely wankered, I'd carry on like a dickhead. And it wasn't helpful in the long run. So what I needed to do was rather than using alcohol as a band-aid, Jensen, this is what it is. For those who are using it to de-stress, it's a band-aid, right? There is a reason or a cause for the stress. And when you're using alcohol to go slap that on, let's drink this back, you're not allowing yourself time to sit with the stress and understand what is actually causing it. And if we don't understand what is causing stress in our life, how do we expect to one, manage it, and two, minimize it, right? People who deal with chronic stress is because they're avoiding it, right? There, uh, a lot of us blokes who have, uh, whether it's high-stress work or high-stress relationships, high-stress family lives, whatever that is, right, you may avoid it through gambling, pornography, um, even exercise, for example, is, is, can be an addiction, right? Can um, B, but you know, alcohol is a general one that a lot of us grow up believing. So now that we understand that it's a depressant, as a high performer, why would you one avoid understanding or, or gaining the opportunity to understand how you can manage and minimize your stress? Because when you manage and minimize your stress, you're going to be able to cognitively and physically perform at a higher level. You know, the more stress you're carrying, the harder it is to focus, the harder it is to perform at a high level because it saps your energy, right? You may be walking around 24, not walking around 24-7 actually, but you, know, you may be walking through life just exhausted all the time because of the internal struggles and the internal stresses. And I'm going to share a few things that I do personally um, that I think are more of a positive way to, to manage and deal with stress as opposed to alcohol. Um, but, you know, the, the stress itself is activating your body's fight or flight response, right? In the fight or fight, flight response, sorry, for those who aren't aware, is like, you know, picture 100 years ago, 200 years ago, let's say 500 just to be safe. A bear, you, you know, you're walking to find some food and out of nowhere, a drop bear jumps or doesn't even jump. It just drops out of the tree. And next minute, you're like, that big bear there is looking quite famished and it's looking quite hungry and I think it's going to eat me. And that's when our fight or flight uh, response kicks in and we run. And for those of you who are in that state for too long, generally you can't eat because your body's not worried about uh, bring, bringing nutrients, bringing stuff into the body. It just wants to get rid of everything so you're as light and nibble and as fast as possible, right? That's why you might get the nervous wheeze or nervous poos um, when you're in that fight or flight state. And, you know, obviously 
trying to suppress that with alcohol is allowing you to make, be more comfortable within a situation. But if you have to keep turning to alcohol to feel more comfortable within certain situations in your life, you're not actually developing and you're not actually learning uh, a new skill with how to um, take your life to the next level because high performers, and Sam Hardy's on this live right now, high performers don't need alcohol to feel comfortable. High performers don't need alcohol to have a good time. High performers don't need alcohol to thrive or to deal with stress. They acknowledge what's there, they learn to manage it, and they find other ways that are more productive and beneficial to them as an individual to, to achieve what the, it is that they want to achieve, right? So let's look at, um, and we'll, we'll shift on from alcohol, but understanding what it is. For me, when I was getting out of the whole alcohol thing, if I have something of temptation, right, if it's Tim Tams or alcohol, Remove it from the house, right? That's got to be the first thing that you do. If you get home, right, you might say to yourself, I might say to myself, everyone says it after a massive hangover. So for me, after my bus, but nah, not drinking, I'm done for a while. But I still have beers in my fridge. So what happens when you get home from a long day of work and your habit is already cracking a coldie to just sit down and just unwind? I would say when your willpower is at its lowest, you're going to go, oh, I'll start tomorrow. I'll start on Monday. And you don't actually break the cycle. But what would have happened if, once again, the same scenario, after a hard day of work, you're feeling fairly stressed, you get home and there's no beer in the fridge. You go, oh, no beer in the fridge. What am I going to do? Well, one, you can go get beer, but that requires a bit of effort. Hopefully, you're fatigued enough to go, I just want to sit here. You might go, I'm going to grab myself a sparkling water. But I actually might just meditate. I might read. I might put on my favorite album and just sit out and watch the, the sunset and just listen to music and just unwind. There's some pretty cool things that you could look at doing, but often go straight over the head of, of so many of us. And you know, when we crack that beer, a depressant, what do we do the next day? We wake up maybe feeling a little bit groggy or for those who don't wake up feeling groggy and maybe you're used to sipping on a few beers every day, I would argue and I would challenge that you're not performing at your best because your body is already tolerating that much alcohol and we know it's a depressant. Right? So imagine how you would feel if you were to not be used to that, if one beer were to knock you around a little bit. You might be able to have a greater cognitive ability. Your mood may be uh, much more stable. Right, your focus, your attention, your memory recall, all of these things are huge benefits of, of minimizing that alcohol. But obviously, you know, once again, why we don't want to utilize it for a way to deal with stress. But some things that I do when I'm stressed, right? I sit in it sometimes. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and say I'm perfect. There's literally days where I'll just sit in it, grind my teeth. I'll even go to bed and sleep and grind my teeth, and I'll just be fucking furious until like someone calls me out on it or uh, there's a pattern interrupt, which might be the weekend comes around. And I go, oh, finally, I can breathe. Right? So I'm not going to say I'm perfect with all this. I'm aware of it, but not always perfect. Other things I do, go for a run or even just a walk. Right? Just disconnect. You don't take your phone with you. Just go for a run, go for a walk, and just chill out. Practice breathing. Uh, thirdly, meditate. I, I will just sit there or, like I said, put on an album or a playlist that you like and just chill out and listen to it and just be with yourself and just unwind that way. You don't need a beer to do that. Uh, and finally, talk to a mate or a mentor. Give, your, give a mate 
a call. Like I guarantee you having a yarn and a bit of a laugh with your mates is going to take your mind off the stress that <clears throat> was there. But you know, I think all of these strategies, if, if stress continues to pop up in your life and you can start understanding a recurring pattern, right? it's probably good to start addressing that pattern. Uh, and, and identifying and wanting to understand it more so that, like I have said earlier, you can man- um, manage it or you can minimize it because, like I said, you don't want to be highly strung and stressed out all the time. It's not a, not a good thing. Stress can be good, but chronic stress, consistent stress is not ideal for your fucking body, right? So as I, as I mentioned earlier, like the, the alcohol is how many of us have grown up to and, you know, through whether it's watching your parents or, um, you know, commercials, advertising, just showing you that cracking an ice cold beer or a Canadian club and dry and lime, delicious, is, is a way to good, a good way to, sorry, unwind and de-stress. But we've got to, you know, as high performers understand that consistently drinking alcohol is not going to be good for you. It's not a good way to unwind. There's more beneficial and uh, positive things that you can do for your body and your performance moving forward. And as I mentioned, I gave you a few uh, ideas there. Go for a run or walk, meditate, breath work, talk to a mentor, talk to a mate, do these things. And and just they're hard at the start because then, you know, not everyone's conditioned to do that. But the more you practice it, the easier it gets as with everything. But gents, thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, if you got some value from this, let me know if you're in the Facebook group, uh, comment below or let me know what other topics you would like discussed or what other guests you would like on the podcast as well. And check out the Strong Men of Value program. Like I said on a post earlier, we had four blokes join on Monday. Um, I think we've got, yeah, we've got about 43 spaces left before it's full up, right? And once you're in, you can stay in, but as soon as you're out and it's full, you're on the waiting list, baby. So get in there. It's for blokes who are wanting to create massive momentum and take their life to the next level. If you're sick of, um, Playing maybe if you're sick of playing mediocre and you want to be a high performer, you want to get on top of your mental well-being and master the eight areas that we are continually talking about, then that's where you want to be. And you can get a seven-day free trial within uh, the website. Just head over to the man that can project.com forward slash strong men of value. But thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Man That Can Project podcast. My name is Lockie Stewart and I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful. If you did, please take a moment to rate and review the Man That Can Project on your favorite podcast platform and don't forget to subscribe to stay up to date with our newest episodes. We'll see you again next time.